Welcome to the podcast. Um, this is episode two, titled Knowledge is a Choice. I don't think we realize just how fortunate we are in, in the modern world when it comes to access to knowledge and, and information. Answers to pretty much every fact or piece of information you'd like to know are accessible within seconds on our mobile devices. It presents a great opportunity for personal and career acceleration for young employees. I think the most impressive people I've come across in my 10 years of work have had one thing in common. They all, for me, displayed an incredible depth of knowledge within their field. They had what I observed was inquiring minds, which allowed them to be at the forefront of really what was happening in their industries and consequently could confidently navigate ways forward for their respective companies. These were people who could sit in, in a meeting with potential clients and could rattle off an incredible insight or, or piece of knowledge off the top of their heads, which clearly made the client know they were dealing with someone very reputable. And I saw this with my own eyes many times. So how did they become like this? For me, it's simple. A, a mindset of endless learning. As the great Albert Einstein said, Intellectual growth should commence at birth and cease only at death. What a great quote that is. I fear a major problem with millennials freshly out of college or university is this thinking that learning for them is completed for the time being, and when in fact it is actually only beginning. Like previous generations, for me, millennials new to the workplace will have to learn some things the hard way, by experience, by failure by trial and error. However, millennials have the major advantage over previous generations by the fact that they have the world's information at their fingertips. Becoming a knowledge expert within their field is now a matter of choice. Everything they need to know to grow their knowledge in their, in their role is, is online and, and at their fingertips, as I said. So it, it seems to me many millennials are taking advantage of this, but not all of them do. And Perhaps they need reminding of how profound this really is. It took approximately two decades for television to move over from black and white to color TV. Two decades. Yet it's taken less than a decade for cellular phones to become more powerful than the combined strength of all the computers that sent man to the moon for the first time. In 1956, about six men were needed to move a five megabyte hard drive. Now 65 gigs sits comfortably in my pocket. It took nearly a hundred years for traditional form cameras to move over to digital cameras. In contrast to that, it's just taken 10 years for small cameras to become pretty much obsolete due to your smartphone being an even better option. Take yourself back to a hundred years, just as a quick scenario to, to 1917. And Consider for a second the trouble you'd have to go through to ascertain a simple fact, such as the land size of Switzerland, for example. Now, if you didn't have an encyclopedia in your home, you'd probably have to travel sometimes a long way to a library in search of a book that had this information. The ordeal could take an entire day. Um, just as an exercise, I did this when preparing for this particular episode and it took me 11 seconds to do 11 seconds 
So while experience will remain life's greatest teacher, knowledge is a cornerstone of career growth and the best way to set yourself apart in the workplace and your career. To young people reading this, um, listening to this, here are four simple things to incorporate into your daily routines to grow you and your knowledge of any field interest to you, not merely your career field. Firstly, get on Twitter. And you might think that's an awful idea. Twitter tends to carry a bad reputation, perceived as a hub of outrage, political fighting, anger and insults. And yes, all of this is true. Um, If you choose to follow the accounts that deal in that. So your Twitter experience is ultimately determined by you and how you use it. So my advice is to start by following what you're interested in. For example, if you're in marketing like me and want to progress your knowledge, stay up to date, go seek out the accounts of marketing publications, prominent ad agencies, or even more importantly, marketing writers and journalists. Um, Before you know it, you'll be following people you didn't even know existed and you'll be getting great value out of them because um, once you're following these accounts, they'll they'll come up on your your timeline, um, often retweeting other interesting tweets or articles that they have decided to share. And I can guarantee you, you'll learn infinitely more from Twitter than your closed circuit of Facebook. Being on Twitter doesn't necessarily mean you have to tweet. Um, so don't think that. Um, I know many people who are on Twitter just to observe and learn. So the choice is yours. Secondly, um, this has been major, like a, a major benefit to me over the last year or two that I've, and I wish I'd got into this earlier, um, is to start listening to podcasts. Like Twitter, um, podcasts are what you make of it. So really, there's an infinite number of podcasts out there, such as this one. Um, So you you can find podcasts on literally anything you'd like to know more about or get into. Um, I even saw the other day there was a podcast performing particularly well in the downloads charts. I don't remember what its name was, but it's it's two guys who sit and discuss the, the Gilmore Girls show. Um, which seems a bit absurd, but, you know, as I said, you can get a podcast on anything. So they can range from five minutes to three hours per episode, depending on who you listen to. I can typically search hot, you can search for hot topics or, or content categories to to really match what you're interested in. Um, the first step to, is to download a podcast app. If you're listening to this, you've, I'm really speaking to the converted though, but Nevertheless, this might be on YouTube as well. So let me just go through this. Um, first step is downloading a podcast app. Um, podcast apps will aggregate all the podcasts out there and make them available for download. Examples of these are Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, Podpe- Podbean, CastBox, many others. Um, once you've got the app on the phone, it really is a, a case of simple trial and error through search. Uh, to find things you want to know more about and test them out. So if you like a particular podcast, you subscribe to it. And the app will then typically notify you uh, once new episodes are uploaded of that particular podcast. It's worth noting that it's all f- this is all free. And that's the beauty of it. It's this, this Twitter, Google, it's all free. Um, the only thing you need is a Wi-Fi connection to download the episodes you you want. Um, You can then listen to them later on wherever you are with no connection required. You'll find more through podcast debates and interviews for me than you ever will on TV news. I've I've got 
um, I've received great benefits from podcasts, particularly in the area of, you know, society, politics, um, things that aren't being spoken about, opinions that aren't being given on the likes of CNN or BBC. You, you really get a more nuanced, uh, detailed view on things. And, you know, with, with mainstream media, with TV, for example, like they'll interview someone for five minutes, rush through it, Whereas a podcast could actually sit down with someone for a whole hour and actually really go in depth on something. Um, so it, it, your, your mainstream media also has a tendency to sort of censor uh, content um, to their benefit, which you won't really find on podcasting. Um, you could find anything. Okay, then thirdly, um my advice would be to watch youtube and yes most of us do this already to varying degrees um but what people don't realize is that youtube is probably the single greatest educational resource in the world and education about literally anything so do you want to know how to boil an egg there'll be a well countless youtube tutorials on this um do you want to know how to use a drill similarly youtube will have countless videos on this do you want interview tips on how to do ace an interview? Absolutely, YouTube will have tons of tutorials on this as well. Do you want to know how to do better presentations? YouTube will have you covered if you want to spend the time there. So, and so on and so forth. Um, so aside from skills, YouTube is also an incredible resource for understanding the world. Um, there are fantastic channels on aspects such as space, history, politics, or philosophy. So, I mean, think to yourself, Am I using YouTube correctly? So if you're using YouTube solely to watch funny cat videos or music videos, you, you, you're kind of doing it wrong. So treat it as an educational resource and subscribe to channels that add value to you and, and, and watch them and watch yourself grow. And then fourthly, um, read great books. It's as simple as that. And I think this, is, this will be a constant through, through time, way back in time and in future through time. It's one, this is one point which isn't free, though. So you obviously have to pay to read great books. But how you approach this depends on your mindset. You can view books as an expense or you can view books as an investment in yourself. And when I say read great books, I'm referring to nonfiction as well as fiction. Okay, So while nonfiction teaches us about the world, great fiction often has the ability to teach us about ourselves and humanity. And for me, learning and education isn't limited to the outside world. I think a great deal of it should be learning about yourself. So once I've identified books I'm interested in, um, I typically search for them on goodreads.com. So Goodreads is a huge community of online readers who, who rate books that they've read. So you're getting actual ratings and reviews of people who've gone and actually read the book you're interested in. This is solid gold. So... And it's, it's an excellent barometer on the quality and helpfulness of the book in question that you're thinking of buying. When it comes to buying books, I'm in South Africa, um, and South Africa isn't blessed with great physical book retailers. Um, so we've got exclusive books, um, and even their outlets are hard to find. I mean, I realized the other day that in a, in a city the size of East London, there isn't a single exclusive books or proper bookstore. I mean, that's just sad. Um, and yeah, for me, exclusive books are generally quite pricey. So I, I tend to shop online, um, loot.co.za, that's L-O-O-T.co.za. 
Um, great resource, great, um, always have what I'm looking for, well-priced. Um, I am impatient though, so waiting for a, a week for them to be delivered is, is tough for me. Um, so if finding time to read is a problem for you, also consider using audible.com. So audible is a sub-brand of amazon.com um, and it's basically a large online audiobook store. Um, most books of any relevance have been converted into at least one audiobook. Um, so you sign up for a package which allows you access um, to buy the books. Um, so for example, I have a package that gets me one book per month. However, I can purchase additional books um, over and above this package. So purchasing a book, I mean, it is ridiculously easy once you're on there. It's literally one click and then you download it into the app. Your, your file sizes are surprisingly small. So it's not like the old days when you, you, you bought an audiobook and it was this bunch of CDs that you had to go through one after the other. So the app allows you to sample the voice artist also before you, you purchase it. And this is really important because, I mean, I've read audiobooks that are 38 hours. I mean, the Brothers Karamazov by Dostoevsky is, is, was 38 hours and I, and I listened to the whole audiobook. Um, and when you're listening to that length, you don't want a a narrator that irritates you because you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna make it through the book. Um, I've been using Audible for about two years, and if I'm not listening to podcasts, I listen to my latest audiobook download in my car every morning and afternoon, to and from work. I find um, I no longer complain about traffic. It's amazing. So if a drive home takes an hour and a half and traffic is bad. The time is being used productively and I'm actually learning. So believe me, it beats the hell out of modern commercial radio, which is truly awful um, in terms of both entertainment and substance. Um, so yeah, I, I hope this information comes uh, helps to some degree. I think my best advice is to just get into habits and, and build a lot of this into your daily routine. Um, and I think you'll be amazed at how much you can learn in just one year. And I'm 32 now. Um, it's almost like a trigger went off in my head when I turned 30 and that I, I just really just wanted to consume knowledge as much as possible. And um, these are just some of the ways that I've been doing that. Um, if you are lucky enough to be a lot younger than 32, maybe you're 22, then great. Get in, like, start learning about the world and your profession become an expert at things and you've got time, you've got the resources. Um, and everything, as I said, is, is literally at your fingertips. Um, so thank you for listening and, um, until next time, stay strong out there. Thank you.